Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the easy bake. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's game time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's a Thursday, hopefully a day before we get the Jaw suspension news. That's, that's what it is. We have the Nuggets parade going on right now. I hope we get the shoe to drop tomorrow and we understand we have clarity on the Jaw situation, but we don't yet. We sure as hell don't, but it's June 15, 2023. Welcome in to the Gabe Kuhn Show. I am your host, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman Gabe Kuhn on Twitter, at G underscore Kuhn 71. I am alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Coon Show. That would be Connor Dunning on Twitter at cdunning929. Connor, hello, sir. How you doing? I'm good. Wish I was in Denver. Wish you. It looks fun. Bro. It looks like a great time. It does. The sun's out. Looks like the weather. Weather's nice. And I hope one day, downtown Memphis, we can we can have a scene like that. Just one day. That's all I ask for. But we have three hours of talk on the way, courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN. And yours truly, as far as the lineup is concerned, of guests, Jeff Calkins, 5 o'clock. As normal, we'll have some Grizzlies offseason discussion, um, jaw discussion, among other things. At that point, 6 o'clock, the commercial appeals beat reporter for the Grizzlies, DeMichael Cole, will join. And he has a lot, a lot of thoughts on what the Grizzlies need to do. Uh, NBA draft coming up next week. Um, and what should be the thought process from the Grizzlies? We've heard from uh, Jonathan Gavoni, the NBA draft analyst, for ESPN that they are trying to, Zach Kleiman and that front office are trying to move up. Certainly plays to what they've done in their tenure in those seats. But is that the best plan of action going forward to Michael will join? Then um, obviously we'll hop into the Blitz. At some point we'll talk about uh, Aaron Gordon's Batcave. <laughs> Aaron Gordon's Batcave. Mark, Mark Spears wrote a Really fun story in Anscape about Aaron Gordon and how he has been spending his time away from the Nuggets facility, and it has to do with a warehouse that he's living in. He has lived in all year, so that'll be fun. Um, SEC schedule came out. We we had the, what was it, a 20, 20 minute before we had the leaks? Yeah, about yeah. 20 minutes. Still can't give up my sources? No sources? Oklahoma's in for a hell of a year. We mentioned that. Dude, their fans are freaking out. And Florida's 2024 schedule is not not fun either. But we'll talk about that um, and also some NFL news drops along the way. I, I'm going to have to update you on the discussion we had yesterday about the Vikings. I think Quezzi Adolfo Mensa, their year two GM, has had a, done a really good job with sort of trying to retool them before they end up stinking. And we, we compared it to the Titans where they waited until it was sort of the end of the road before they started to think about retooling. Um, Quezzi Adolfo Mensa, again, their GM, has done a good job with that. But Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins is not going to talk about contract extensions until next next offseason. And it seems like he holds the bargaining chips here. Well, we'll discuss that throughout the show. Now, Nuggets uh, parade today. Very fun. Um, let's play some sound. Let's play some sound. What do you think? Let's play some sound from the Nuggets parade. Um, I would like to keep my job, so no. <laughs> we are FCC regulated, aren't we? Yes, we are. I tried to find sound all morning. Nothing worked. Because Michael Malone is 
hammered. He's trashed. He is trashed right now. He might be taking a nap, though. You think he's? You think it's nap time? Oh, for Mike the Mullen? nap's gonna hit him like a bus. Yes, he he was hammered. I, I like to see it though. I like to see some of the it. personality. If it. you if you win a championship like that, you deserve to celebrate like it's a championship. But he had the tilted flat bill. I had to look up that he was from Queens today. He has a little juice, man. Well, that's why whenever he feel, he's feeling himself. In the series against the Lakers, a bunch of people were like, Michael Malone's not about that life. And I was like, he's from Queens. Like, <laughs> I was like, yes, he is. This, is. this has been him his whole career. He's always done this. I, I love it. Championship parades, for me, I just love how, as Americans, we are so excited to see athletes and coaches just get the drunkest they possibly can and we celebrate it it's one of the most american things that we do see i loved it in uh 2019 when the blues it was obviously right before covid but 2019 when the blues won their uh won their uh stanley cup and brett hole was out there is uh, he's probably the drunkest person i've ever seen in public and that's saying so i mean seriously <laughs> good lord but but michael malone he was all over the place. He said Bruce Brown. He said we're going to run it run it back with Brucey B. Bruce Brucey B will be back. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. let's let's see what contract offers. Uh and Bruce Brown said that he did want to come does, back, but we'll we'll if, see. If we'll he see. does resign, that says something about their culture, right? If he for sure, will not yeah. resign if he if he opts into his player option for less than 7 million. He's not going to do that. I don't think he he's he could he could be due at least a full mid-level exception, right? 12 million dollars seems easy. A year for Bruce Brown, that seems very realistic. I would I would expect him to opt out, but again, sometimes you see different thought processes with different players. And if he really wants to run it back and try to win another championship, maybe he opts back in for one more year and then tries to find another contract. But I am always of the thought: you can only be in those seats for so long. You can only be an athlete for so long. Go get your money while you can. If I were Bruce Brown, you know, I would opt out and go to try to win a championship in a city like I don't know Memphis. <laughs> I would love it. It makes would, sense to me. I would me, love Brucey B in a, in a Grizzlies it, uniform. It just makes sense to me. He already had his legacy series. Right. He could just add to his legacy right. elsewhere. Exactly. Come on. I'm into it. He would fit. He would fit really well. Here. Oh yeah. Young vet can defend multiple positions on the wing. Offensively, he's grown into himself really well. Three balls fallen, which was probably the biggest issue with his previous stops. Right. But he's he's really he's he's found a way. He has found a way. Now, um, what have you thought of Nikola Jokic's sort of nonchalant, non-caring thought around winning a championship? Obviously, I, I don't mind him saying other things are more important to him, mm-hmm. even though he won a championship. But then he he yesterday said uh, on his Finals MVP trophy that he lost it. He said, I really don't know. I left it in the equipment manager's room, and it's not there anymore, so I don't know where it's at. It's a little too nonchalant. Go put that thing up. Go put that in the house. But I I think at times, though, we do have to – in America, sports are so primary that, you know, we have the Kobe Bryants of the world, the Michael Jordans of the world that just dedicated everything. Basketball, the sport was number one for so long. And they didn't really delve into other things until they got out of their career um, into retirement. Um, but I feel like sometimes we have to get rid of that American thought and think about, okay, this guy's from Serbia, this guy's from elsewhere. Um, when we talk about culture and, and what they hold sacred and what they think is important, it, it could be different. I think it would be an issue, his comments, if he wasn't a two-time MVP, the best player in the world, the finals MVP, and an NBA champion. Like, it's not like he doesn't take basketball seriously. It's just not the most important thing in his life. And I fully understand. Imagine, like, for instance, if we flipped it. Like, imagine going to Serbia, playing in a league that's your second language. You're not home. Your horses are back home. You miss your horses. I mean, I understand his comments. I actually think that they're pretty healthy. I think that they're, it's a pretty healthy mindset. But I don't really have any problem to, we're, with it. We're not used to guys winning MVPs and, and guys winning championships that say anything other than basketball's right there at the top first for them. Right. Like, we're just so used to the obsession. And it doesn't feel like Nikola Jokic has that obsession, even though he is so damn gifted. Right. Yeah, and, and I don't think – I think that is, you know, more of a reflection on how we talk about sports and athletes than it is on Nikola Jokic. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem with how he's approaching the game because, again, it's not like he's, he's showing up and not giving 100% effort. It's not like he's putting in the work. As long as he continues to put in the work like he is, I have no problem with his mindset. I don't care if basketball is not his favorite thing. You know, it, it's, it, that is, that's his prerogative, and I think that 
people that are kind of dogging him for it and acting like that he doesn't love basketball, I think it's a bit silly because you, you're not going to be in the NBA if you don't love basketball. He, it's clear he loves basketball. But I basketball. also think to a certain extent, it, it, this is the flip side of it, Nikola Jokic cares about basketball. He there's got to be, there's gotta be some does. level of healthy obsession with a game of basketball to be as damn good at. I mean, just 30-17-4 in an NBA – or seven – in an NBA final series. The thing where is, they when won. you said 17, I didn't blink because I was like, yeah, that guy kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, but like at the same time, like this dude, this dude clearly, yeah, he can say he doesn't have that obsession with basketball. There's clearly something there. He cares pretty damn deeply about basketball. You don't just fall into right. what he has fallen into: two MVPs, a Finals MVP, and an NBA championship without caring very deeply about the sport that you're playing. I also, so I think there's a little bit of of I think there's a little bit of trying to hide his true feelings for the game of basketball behind what he's been saying. But it, it is what it is. I think there's a little bit of an act behind it. But at the same time, it's very clear that other things are more important to his wife, his kids, his home country, his native country. Those are more important to him than, than the game of basketball ultimately. I also think it's fully possible that he didn't he didn't know how fun the parade was going to be. And that's why today I really enjoyed his comments because he was like, and to his credit, he when was like, you know, I, I said his parade. Yeah, he was like he was like, you know, I know that I said I didn't want to be in parade, but I I want to be an F in parade. And yes. he's like, Yeah, everybody goes nuts. <laughs> like that's at least he's he admitted that he was wrong about the parade and the celebration and that it does mean something to him. But I can understand that. Think about how much criticism Nikola Jokic has gotten over the last few years because they they have been the best team. They haven't been able to get past it. They keep losing in the first round. They've been dealing with the Jamal injuries. He's had so much pressure on him, so much stuff going on, so much narrative. I bet he's tired. I bet he's like, I just want to go home, man. Like, yeah. I totally understand it. I, I, I fully and understand. And I can fully it. understand like not necessarily wanting to participate in the parade until you show up to the parade and you realize how awesome, it's, how it's fun the same it is. Time, it's a celebration We have all been there. We've all been there where we didn't want to go out on a Friday or Saturday night or, or a night in general. Your friends pull you out, then all of a sudden you're streaking down Beale Street at 5 a.m. Like it happens. <laughs> it happens to all of us, okay? Sometimes you get pulled out, you don't want to go, and you have the best night of your life. See, but he's like the anti-FOMO guy, fear of missing out. He's like the I'm, hey, unless it's unless horses are involved. I had to get over that. I was. Are you? Were you a big FOMO guy in your younger younger years? I think I was, I was in my a younger big FOMO years. Uh, the older I've gotten, I very much enjoy being at home. Yeah, I like being at home. Very much enjoy it. I like, like watching movies, watching TV, oh, brother, watching sports. You're, you're talking my language on the couch. Like my perfect night is going to Malco like by myself. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I look like you know in Ma- Malco the before the the movie where they show the guy that's like videotaping. The movie, like it's like, don't don't steal it. That looks like me. I, I'm hood up, I'm hood up, man. I'm in my sweats, beanie on usually. Just are chilling. you are you a uh, are, you, are you a snacker during during your not during really. Your I usually buy popcorn, but it usually goes home with me. Okay, yeah. Well, there's nothing better than the movie theater butter. Ah, we amazing. can all agree on that. I used to make I used to make it at Malco. Really? Yeah, I used to be a popcorn popper. And concession guy. That was my first job. Did they give you free movies? <laughs> yeah, damn right damn they gave right. me free movies. They, they, I actually saw so many, they, had, they told me I had to take a week off. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I know you were a worker there. But, you know, the trick was you buy your ticket and you stay for like three movies. That was, that was always the trick back in the day. Was it? In my younger years. You know yeah. that they count, right? What? You know that they count. What do you mean? Like, people come in and they count how many people are in the movie. They don't catch you. They usually don't catch Well, because they don't care. It's some 16- or 17-year-old. They're not going to be yeah. like, hey, get out of here. And so also, I never got, you're I never also got a massive human. I don't think anybody's going to ever yell at you to I get was out less of the movie. massive back in my teens. Less massive. Still pretty Shut big, up. though. Still pretty big, though. Yeah. I mean, D1 recruit. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense. It all fits. Now, <laughs> Quit bragging. Now, um, with the parade behind us, I know that uh, Giannato and Jeffrey always tell their story. Here's my story. Nothing holding back the NBA and Adam Silver from dropping the damn John News. And I don't think it should have been held this long because it's been open for speculation this entire time. We have waited too long, and, like, I don't even understand the PR aspect of this whole thing. He could have dropped it and got it at least, if he didn't want it to be a distraction, he could have got it out of the news cycle. Not out of the news cycle, but he could have let the news cycle run its course this week. And I don't think it would have distracted from a whole lot. And ultimately, it still keeps the NBA in the headlines. So that's my story. I mean, tomorrow is the day that this needs to come down. And if it doesn't, what the hell are you waiting on? I still think, uh, full disclosure here, I think Connor and I are just about aligned. He says 15 to 25. I say 20 to 25 is what we're looking at. But this needs to happen tomorrow. So there's some clarity going into the offseason for the Grizzlies and that front office so they know exactly how to attack. 
and and it, we can have disagreements. Reasonable minds can disagree on how you attack the offseason based on the suspension. I am of the belief that you shouldn't wager anything long term. You shouldn't not. I should put it differently. You shouldn't not wager. You shouldn't not put things out there on the trade market because of a short-term situation that John Morant's likely going to be into. Right. Uh, But I don't know what the NBA's doing at this point. Give me my Friday news dump. Do it early in the morning tomorrow so it can be discussed. And if you want it out, if you don't want it at the top of the NBA's headlines, the best thing to do is rip the damn Band-Aid off so you Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details can get it out of the headlines by Monday. I agree with you. We, it, we've gotten to the point where it, it pretty much has to be tomorrow, or I think that they're doing a disservice not only to Ja, but also to the Grizzlies, because you are kind of holding the team a bit hostage by holding back what the suspension is, especially a week before the draft, because I, I'm with you. I don't think that it should change how you're approaching the offseason in terms of trades and ties and things like that, but it could affect kind of how you approach the draft, you know? It could affect the draft, how you approach that, the moves that you make, the leverage that you may have for other teams. So I think it'd be a disservice to the Grizzlies to not do a Friday news dump about it. And I'm still expecting 15 to 25 games. For me, it's pretty much did the players did the players union say you can touch the money versus did they say that you couldn't? I think that precedent, if I had to guess right now, I think it'll be... I think it'll be like 20 games. Rip the Band-Aid off now, too, because like, if you're going to have a fight with the NBA Players Association, if you come down too hard on Ja, you want to get that out of the way quickly. So, again, we can have some clarity before the NBA draft and the offseason really gets going. I just the, the fact that he's held off for this long is just confusing to me, Adam Silver. I, it's I a just, bit annoying. I, I have gone back and forth so many times of this is between – he is. He doesn't know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing by trying to hold off from the news. I've gone back to. I don't think he really has a full plan on how he's going to drop the news. He's just. He he tried to not distract from it, but we still have speculation, ridiculous speculation, the entire time, including today. Today, Kendrick Perkins going on ESPN and finding landing spots for John Moran as if he's going to get traded, as if he needs a a, a full change of scenery. He talked about John Morant ending up in Miami. He says that's the culture, that's the organization he needs to go to. It hasn't stopped us from continuing to talk about it and talk about it really stupidly, in my opinion, with, with what Kendrick Perkins had to say today. Yes, I can agree that being around Pat Riley and Eric Spolster is a good thing. Fully am on board with that, and I can see where, in a if you're looking at the surface level, being involved – with those guys may keep you out of trouble off the floor on a very surface nature. But how dumb is it to basically talk about this entire offseason when when we've been discussing the Jaw situation and all of his transgressions? How dumb is it to say, well, he's too distracted in Memphis. He should end up in Miami. Eads versus South Beach. It's, It's nonsensical. 
It, it's, it's stupid. In the end of the day, and I have banged this drum this entire time, it's about Ja. It's about him. It's not about the full surroundings of the city he's in. He, you can find trouble wherever the hell you are at in the world. If you're in Bismarck, if you're in South Dakota, if you're in North Dakota, you can find trouble if you want to. It's about staying away from that trouble and keeping yourself out of those situations regardless of the city you're in. But again, drop this news so we can stop this nonsense. Yeah. Stop it. It's silly. And, you know, shout out to Doc because he's kind of, he keeps, he keeps defending <laughs> Memphis's honor. Every, hey, every time Doc ends up on a video, you it's know, great. You're, somebody's it's, it's great. And Kendrick's, response to doc was like i signed with the tigers and it's like okay but you didn't come here it's like great you don't know the city perk you don't live here and it's i'm just i am annoyed by people trying to do this whole storyline about the city of memphis like it has anything to do with what was going on with jaw like you said the first incident with jaw happened in denver yep the place where the team just won the nba finals so let's calm down if a you're bit worried about, about how he's memphis. spending his free time this past offseason in memphis could you imagine the offseason in miami what are we talking about? There's strip clubs. There's clubs. There's, I mean, you can get into it, tons of trouble in the city of Miami. It's about yourself, taking it upon yourself to make sure you don't put yourself in harm's way. Listen, Memphis isn't a perfect city by any means. We know that it has its issues. We know that it has to be worked on in a majority of areas. We know that. But a Memphis lot of is major also, metropolitan areas need to be worked there's on There's also well. a lot to love about this city, and I do think that this is a good city for him to be in because at the end of the day, this fan base and the people here are going to rally around him. They are. They already have. We've seen it on Twitter. You see it on social media. You see it with Doc defending him. Like, it's this city cares about John. He's talked about how this city fits him and his family perfectly. So we don't need to take Ja out of a city that has people that support him in that are going to that's going to give him a chance to grow. This is it's just ridiculous. Like you said, this is about Ja. It's not about the city of Memphis. It's about Ja. So let's give him support. Let's give him grace. Let's let him have time to figure this thing out because at the end of the day, this is a young man that just got given a huge contract. He's got a lot of responsibility on his shoulders, and he didn't handle it well last season. It doesn't mean it's over. It doesn't mean you have to take him out of the city. It doesn't mean you have to do trades or any but of that. I crap. also, I also think that like some of this needs to fall on Adam Silver for letting the, sure. the letting sure. this drag on so long. Where we're not talking about the number of games in suspension and return to play for the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. We're talking now. Right. We have devolved the conversation into oh, he needs to get out of Memphis, and where would he be best served outside of Memphis? This, it's on Adam Silver. Just drop the damn news so we can talk about the suspension, what it's going to mean going forward. All this ulterior talk, this stupid side conversation about if Memphis is the problem for Ja, it's stupid. It's stupid. And that's as best as I can put it. I just, it's annoying. It's very annoying. Now, yesterday. We had a couple of uh, visits. Uh, well, yesterday and today we had a couple of visits for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I certainly want to talk about Kendrick Davis. Kendrick Davis made his way um, to FedEx Forum for a, for a visit with the Grizzlies. And also, there is a West Coast Conference player that I think is pretty interesting to think about in a Grizzlies uniform. Certainly fits the bill. We'll talk about that when we return on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Feel is their appointed duty. They keep trying to tell me here. All you want to do is use me. Robert Irwin Jewelers understands... When you're getting engaged, it's such a massive decision, and it has to go all right. You have to know what you're getting. You have to understand what you're getting, and it has to be thorough, good thought process, and you need people to answer your questions. And there's a lot of reasons why Robert Irwin Jewelers is the best place to buy an engagement ring. One, you have peace of mind because they have the meant-to-be guarantee. You can buy your loose diamond, custom-made engagement ring at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and if you don't like it, if there's some issues with it, you can return it in 365 days. You have 365 days, a year, to return that engagement ring. 
or lose time. And they have more choices in every single budget. They try to take care of you. They have the largest collection of natural diamonds and a large selection of lab-grown diamonds. You will have options. And designing it is risk-free and easy. Every designer diamond engagement ring mounting at Robert Irwin Jewelers is fully customizable. They can accommodate the center diamond size and shape and in the metal color of your choice. And you can make a, an engagement ring. If you have a picture, if you have a drawing, they can make it however you would like. They even have a 3D printer that you can use, that you can utilize so you know what you're getting before you actually get it. So go wild and make it your own and your own love story. Howie and his family have been choosing engagement rings for the Mid-South for 40 years. He knows what we all like. Rings you won't see everywhere else. They have the biggest, brightest diamonds, big selection. You'll have less stress and a very comforting home atmosphere. They try to make it easy at Robert Irwin Jewelers. It's not intimidating. It's a big purchase. They understand that. We all understand that. So ask questions and take your time. And right now, during the summer of 1,000 engagement sale, ask now and pay later. They have great financing options like 24-month, no interest, take up to 60 months to pay with a low APR. And for a limited time, you can buy one wedding band and get the second one half off. They try to take care of you. And if you're already married, already have an engagement ring, want to upgrade it, now's the time to do that too at Robert Irwin Jewelers. There's six locations, including the one right there on Perkins Extended. Or you can go online at rajewelers.com. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now, the Grizzlies are looking to uh, find a player in the draft, theoretically. Um, there's been some discussions about them potentially moving up in the draft, and it looks like uh, you know 17 for the Lakers is an interesting spot. Um, early 20s, trading up from 25 to 21 or 22 seems like an interesting spot for them. But they've been conducting pre-draft visits. I have to start with Kendrick Davis. This is a fun one. He worked out for the Grizzlies. Um, he worked out with the Pacers on Monday, worked out with the Grizzlies, uh, I believe, yesterday or, or two days ago. And he's working out with the Lakers next Monday, so he's he's got some he, he, he's making it happen. And and this is a guy, you know, as much as you can count him out for being under six foot, trying to be a lead guard. Uh, he's twenty four years of age, played five years in college. He's already sort of in this pre draft process, found a way to beat the odds. Started in Portsmouth, had a great great showing there. Ended up at the NBA G League Elite Camp, had a great great showing there. Only few a few guys get invited to the NBA Combine from the G League Elite Camp, and he was one of them. And he did well at the Combine as well. I don't know if he's going to be a draft pick by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I, I, when, we, when we talk about the NFL, um, they, they call them priority free agents. I think he's in that conversation of priority undrafted free agents. But regardless, there is some priority put on him. And I have said this, Connor, and I think this, uh, this holds true to me. In college basketball, it really is with the amount of defense that is played with, with the – the focus on the defensive side, it's a lot harder to be a big scorer, a good scorer at that level. And he scored 22 points per game. I have no doubts in my mind if Kendrick Davis, if the door is open, if he can be a two-way guy, if he can get some chances in, G, in the G League, I have a feeling that, that he really will show out. He's great at getting to the line, decent three-point shooter, can create off the dribble, can create for his teammates. He He – may have the odds stacked against him, again, because he is under six foot, he's trying to be a lead guard, and he's 24 years old. Like, those are all stacked against him. But I do feel like he's a guy who can have a lot of production as a, as a potential two-way player. And the fact that the Grizzlies are reaching out to him, there really is an opening for the Grizzlies to, to find that guy. Kennedy Chandler's no longer on the roster. Tyus Jones may be uh, a guy used in, in trade talks. There, there's an opening there for a, for a reserve guard that I think Kendrick Davis could potentially take advantage of. Absolutely. I would have no problem seeing Kendrick Davis as a two-way player for the Memphis Grizzlies. I think he's a gamer. I think he's a winner. I think that he puts in the work in a way that a lot of players coming out of the draft may not want to do because they're going to rely on their talent over the over the work. And I think that Kendrick Davis understands how this thing's going to work, what it's going to take for him to make it to the NBA. So I would not have any problem with the Grizzlies picking him up. And, you know, seeing him in a hustle jersey would be a ton of fun. And maybe, you know, maybe he gets a little run with the Grizz. Yeah, it's it's I, I have to say run with the Grizz and run with an NBA team still hard for me to it, really it's latch hard, on to. Yeah. I mean, again, like Kendrick Davis, his NBA career – or G League career, like he is fighting to be 8, 9, 10 on the bench. He's just tr- fighting to get on an NBA bench. That's right. it. 
And, and from there, you could potentially uh, leverage that and find something to do. We saw a guy like Gabe Vincent playing the NBA Finals this year at 26 years old, and it took him a while to work through the G League process, wasn't a drafted guy, and he found his way. I think Kendrick Davis could be that guy, but again, it's just it's hard when you have a guy who's 5'10", 24 years old, and on the defensive end you have your questions. Right. Who's he going to guard at that level? But I, I, have, no, I have no doubt in my mind that he has the mental makeup to be on an NBA bench someday. But physically, it's just hard to imagine at this particular moment. And that's just that's where I come from with my truth. I'm not I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Um, but physically he has a lot of things that, that NBA scouts are gonna look at and completely down. Yeah, you know, I, I think that there's absolutely a pro a pro spot for Kendrick Davis, like in professional basketball. I just don't know if that's gonna be in the NBA. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, oh, God. I mean, overseas. I mean, this is a guy who – Chinese league, Spanish right. league. He can play in the Euro. Like, he he can fit in overseas, no doubt. But obviously, first and foremost, he wants to try to be an NBA player. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a shot, though. Yeah, no. I, I Again, I think he – wherever he ends up, whether he's a late second round or an undrafted free agent, I think there's some priority to the team that's getting him. Like, right. they're going to prioritize some of his development. But – it's just hard when you're 24 years old. Like I, the leash will be shorter if you're not showing what you can do immediately. Uh, NBA teams tend to give up on 24 year olds a lot quicker. I don't think a team's going to go out of their way to go get Kendrick Davis, but no, I also think that but, somebody's going to take a chance on him to see what but happens. But if you're if you're a if you're sort of the the guy right after the draft that gets picked up, yeah. there is some priority to that. Absolutely, and I think he is perfect for that mold for sure. Right, but like all of the all of the physical attributes, I think. And I could be wrong on this. I think ultimately will keep him from being drafted. But I think Kendrick Davis could potentially, certainly overseas, will have a will have a long, prosperous career. But could potentially make his way to an NBA bench someday. I wouldn't bet against it. But rooting, it's, rooting for him. Yeah, for it's, sure. just, it's just so damn hard to project a five ten lead guard in the NBA. I mean, there, I was talking to Parker Parker Fleming. Um, obviously, he has his Substack Subsacolitis, and I had him on the show earlier this week, but. Last year's draft, you know how many people under 6'4 were drafted? Three. Wow, really? Three. Was Kennedy, and Kennedy's one of them. Kennedy's one of them. Ty Ty Washington was another. I mean, it's just, it's so damn hard to stick as a 5'10 point guard in the NBA. This is not news. It's just, it's, it's reality. It's reality. But I, again, Kendrick Davis, if there's one guy that I would, I would sort of bet my money on being that 5'10 point guard that makes his way into a onto an NBA bench or, a, or an, into a two way role. That's all you really need to find if you're trying to make it in the in the NBA. I'd bet on him <laughs> of, of all the five ten guys that that have come out as lead guards in the in the past uh, past decade or so. So we'll see what happens with that. But he did work out with the Grizzlies. Um, and then yesterday, this was a fun one um, that may, people may not be familiar with him. But he played at Santa Clara in the West Coast Conference, and Santa Clara was a really good team last year. But Brandon Podzimski, he was a guard, combo guard for them, 6'5", 205. He worked out with the Grizzlies, and he is a draft pick. He's a guy who will be picked. He spent two years in college at Santa Clara, still has some, uh, still relatively young. But this feels like a Grizzlies guy, Connor. Yeah. This is, I mean, 43% from three, 48% from the field, 20 points per game, nine rebounds per game, four assists per game, very versatile, has the size. Defensively, he, he can certainly be serviceable. And, he, he, and here's another part of it. Like, he comes from, he's from Greenfield, Wisconsin. You know what I mean? It's sort of the Desmond Bain thought process, if you will. Like, smaller town, uh, humble beginnings, if you will. But Brandon Podzimski, I, I like the thought process behind that because I think the Grizzlies, if they're going to pick him, like right now they hold, what, 25, 45, and 56. This would be sort of the thought process behind the pick at 45 if they don't trade it. Um, but, but I think he's a guy who, as a combo guard, creating off the dribble, uh, he's, he's a little bit position unspecific, so you can do more things with him in a right. lineup. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I, I like this. I like him as a as a Grizzlies guy, as a Zach Kleiman guy. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he checks all the boxes that the Grizzlies are usually looking for. You know, he's a he's a high volume shooter. He shot forty three percent from three in college. That's always a good thing that you're looking for. He hustles on on the boards. He's not gonna like you know he's not gonna lead the team in rebounds, but he's at least gonna try and he's gonna box people out, throw his body around. So I can respect that. He's not a bad playmaker. He's not a bad playmaker. So he's got some you know. He's got some potential there. He's serviceable on the defensive end, but no, he wouldn't be a bad pick for the Grizzlies at all. And, he's a high IQ player, scrappy, and he can shoot. And it's an, and it's to me, we talked about this yesterday. The thought behind what the Grizzlies need is catch and shoot threat, positional versatility, the missing piece, the the jumbo wing. But it sort of escapes from that jumbo wing thought, where a guy could potentially be a combo guard like Brandon Podzimski. Right, like they, you escape that, and I don't think they need to go for that jumbo wing again. They they already have a we long time there. They have Zaire, they have Jake Laravia, they have David Roddy. So like you don't need to dive delve back into those waters again. Even though if you go to any draft site right now, that's going to be their biggest need. That's going to be the thought process behind their biggest need, especially when Dylan Brooks is now out the door. But I think you escape from that, and this is a guy who I think eventually could be a, a, a certifiable, solid role player in the NBA, and he, he just seems like, it just feels like, smaller school, high productive guy, uh, may not have all the physical NBA combine attributes that you want, but he's good at a lot of things, and he's versatile. It, it's, it fits the Grizzlies' thought process with Zach Kleiman as the GM. I mean, it fits perfectly with what they have gone with and what they have drafted right. since he has been the GM. He's a little bit more formed as a player than the draft picks last season and the year before was he. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not as much as like a diamond in the rough. Like we see something in this that it can become. Like, you know, because that's kind of the thought process with Z and LaRavia and even Roddy. That, that was kind of the thought process as we think these guys can turn into something. I think that, you know, he is kind of what he's going to be. I think he can get marginally better, but, but no, at the fun, end of the day, though. he can be a 40% three-point shooter potentially. I mean, here's my thing. is like I, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying to a certain extent, but when you look at his splits when he was at Santa Clara, 1.4 points per game didn't really crack the rotation year one. Year two, main player, mainstay, 20 points per game, nine rebounds per game. And he was the guy with the ball in his hands, high usage rate, that type of thing. So the growth you saw from year one to year two could potentially mean more growth as he gets into an NBA, NBA locker room, NBA development, player development situation. I would be very happy if he ended up on the team. Yeah. Did you see the nickname that he's already been given? It's incredible. Pods. AirPods. AirPods. Amazing. Shout out Chip Williams. <laughs> AirPods. So yeah, that's that's a fun one. That's a fun one to think about. But the Grizzlies have a lot to a lot to think about going into this NBA draft. How do you go about how do you go about 
drafting this time around, knowing you had four rookies last year, you still want to put a little, a wager a little bit into their future, and you don't want to disrupt their development by adding another guy into the fold. I, like, think, I, I, think, I, I think we should think outside of the box with this draft. Like if they're drafting at 17, 21, 22, 25, you don't necessarily need to go after your immediate need. You need to find somebody like uh, maybe at, at, at center, uh, a reserve center. A reserve five, reserve four, some guy like that, a, a combo guard like like Brandon Podzimski is. Um, just think outside the box a little more than you have the last two years where you're just trying to go chase that that big shot as a jumbo wing with spot-up shooting ability. You need to find something different. Yeah, I don't think that drafting another wing guy is the answer here Hell for the Grizzlies. No, you know, I, I, do, I, I fully agree with you. I would like to see them... You know, kind of pay attention to that that guard spot. Try to get some more depth there. Try to get some more talent there behind Desmond Bain because it's kind of you know it's kind of weak there a little bit. You don't need another wing. You don't need another project. You need a guy that's going to come in. He's going to be able to help produce immediately, or just somebody that you know is going to be in the G League for a little bit. It's not going to be a guy that you're trying out in the rotation, is what I would say. So that's why, like, I would like to see Brian Sensabog. He's a shooter. He'd be able to come in. Bryce, yeah, you know Bryce what he's going to. Yeah, you know what he's going to do. He's going to hit threes when he comes in. He's a playmaker. He's he's a scorer. You know that that's what he's going to do when he comes in. It's not going to be like maybe he's going to be a scorer. But I do you know think that's I, I think even a guy like Bryce Sensabog, maybe he has better spot up shooting ability. He shot what forty percent. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a really good three point shooter. But I still think you're adding to that sort of the 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 same log jam you have with David Roddy, Jake Laravia, and Zaire. He's six six. He can play both. You know, he can yeah. play small but forward. But he, he and, was a lot less. He was a lot less of the the playmaker off the dribble than than I would like. I don't like. know if you need another playmaker. That's the, like you have playmakers. Like we've got them. No, like, no, you no, got no, your no. Playmakers. I'm not. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying when you look at at his type of player, I feel like if you're going to take another shot at drafting that type of wing like you have a lot of guys you only need one to come to fruition whether it would be Bry- if you brought Bryce Sensabaugh in, it would be Bryce Sensabaugh Jake LaRavia David Roddy Zaire you just need one of those guys to really hit and I, I just feel like you add to it if you get a guy like Bryce Sensabaugh although I don't disagree with that the thought process behind getting a guy like that I think if you're trying to find that missing piece that final piece that needs to be done the Dylan Brooks replacement I think that needs to be done in the trade market Agreed. and free yes. agency. Yes. That's where you need to do that. For sure, absolutely. And that's why, you know, when you're looking at later rounds for the Grizzlies, somebody like Os- Oscar Sheway, I think would be real valuable for this team. Just a walking rebound. I think he could come in, give you some size. I love X. He's undersized though. And eventually, you know, when you look at a team like the Nuggets and you're like, "Dang, they are big." We just saw that the Heat struggled with that. You need some size. And I think that he w- he could help out with that size, a late second round type of deal. He'd be around. I, w- I would really like that pick if they could get him, too. Are you as disinterested at this point? I, I see it going around, and I-, I-, I don't blame people for still wanting to take that big shot, but the OG Ananobi number 13 stuff with the Raptors, I am <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm disinterested in that at, at this point. I, just don't know if it's I, get it's, it. I get it's a big shot, but like if you bring in a guy like OG Ananobi, first of all, you're going to have to pay him a massive extension. He wants to be a max guy. He said that in the past. And also, you're going to have to overpay. It's Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri is not a guy who just wants your trade package. He wants to take your soul. He wants to make sure he wins up front. He's the guy where if there was a write-up the next day about the trade, he would be the one winning it. He would get the A+. That's how he wants this whole thing to go down and even with number 13, I heard people talking about packaging OG and number 13. I don't know if the Grizzlies have near enough assets no. uh, as far as player assets to go make something like that happen. Sure, you have five draft picks in the next four years. But I do want to let people know those five draft picks in the, last four, in the next four years, I'd say the most valuable one is the Warriors. And there's no guarantee that that's going to be anything above a 20th, 20th pick. In the first round, like you're you're dealing with a lot of late round choices, and I don't know how many GMs out there, you know, or president of basketball ops like Masai Ujiri is. I don't know how much they value those picks going into the future. I, I think I agree with you. You know, we've talked about how OG would be a big win if you were able to get him, but ultimately, I think that his price is going to be, I wouldn't say too much, but maybe just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, and then when he gets here and you and you go to extend him, now you have OG. On a, a max or close to a max, you have John Morant on a max, Jaron 
on his deal and Desmond Bain at a max or close to a max. Like you're you're starting to really rack up some expensive players, and I just I, I don't know if that's the direction you need to go. But I do think like when we're talking about attributes and players that would fill in that Dylan Brooks role perfectly. That's OG Ananobi. Absolutely. But at what price? Right. At what price, and is he going to be okay with his role? That's one thing I think that we really have to consider when we're talking about OG. He has made it publicly known that he was not okay with his role in Toronto. And in Toronto, he was the third guy. So here he'd be the fourth guy. Is he going to be okay with that? Yeah. I'm just not convinced that that's the answer. Let me let me throw something at you here. Let me throw okay. something at you here. Because we know that the Grizzlies want to trade up, right? We know right. that. What about a little Tyus 25 for Royce O'Neal 22 action? I like that. I like Royce O'Neal. And you're not giving up Royce too O'Neal. much. And, and I don't know, what, like, his value isn't insane. He's a little old. And, like, he's sort of that Dorian Finney-Smith role, right? Very like, that's similar. That's sort of what Very he is. Similar. But he shoots 38%, 37% from three. And he plays good defense. He can chase around. He can be your Steph chaser. Some folks. Like I, I like that thought. I like that thought. He's a little. He's aging a little bit more. He's just the older Dorian Finney Smith. He, he, he for cheaper. Is. He's a better shooter though. He's a better shooter than Dorian Finney Smith is. Dorian Finney Smith is a excellent defender and he's an okay shooter. I think that Royce O'Neal is, like, is more balanced as and, a guy. And, and I, I, I have said this multiple times, but I think when you get into these conversations and you try to find the perfect guy for the Grizzlies, perfection is usually not what you get on the open market, the trade market, or in free agency. Don't let perfect you're, get in the way of good. You're not going to. Ch- you can chase perfection all you want, but you need to land on something that that is that is relatively solid. I think Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith are those type of guys that fit that mold. A guy I brought up yesterday is maybe a Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. That could be helpful, although he, you sort of escape the defensive side with him, and it's more offensive-oriented, and I think you could operate really well in the half court with a guy like that. And I think, too, I, I, I like a Kyle Kuzma this year – if he was on the Grizzlies, he would have helped in playoff basketball with Steven Adams' injury. Yes. With Jaron at the five, him at the four, your, your offense could run a little bit more smoothly. But, like, I, I think all this chasing of OG Ananobi, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson will ultimately end up on Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, Kyle Kuzma. You, you keep naming them right. from that point on. Yeah, we've talked about how there, there are different tiers of guys that the Grizzlies kind of want to go after, and I think the more realistic tier is kind of that second one. You know, like, I, don't, I think that Bruce Brown's going to get priced out, unfortunately. Like you said, Cam Johnson's tricky because he's a restricted free agent. Mikhail Bridges, they've basically been like, he's not going to get yes, traded. He's not going to. And then OG's going to be a, a price that may not be worth it. But if you land on a guy like Royce O'Neal, he's dependable on the defensive end. And let me tell you, he's going to hit that three in the corner. And that's really all you need because in this whole conversation of wing guys for the Grizzlies and they need all this, they need all this, I do think that sometimes we forget that Luke Kennard's still on this team. Yep. And when that guy's in, the Grizzlies absolutely fill it up. Like, he's going to help on the offensive end at that wing position. He's good there. But if, and that's why if you bring in a guy like DFS or, or Royce O'Neal, getting that defensive side there with them, plus still some bonus on the offensive you ha- you side. You have more it, rotational. That's, a, um, you, that's such a great – that would be such yeah. a great pickup for this Grizzlies team. It really would be. It you have really more rotational be. flexibility with that. You have the yes. offensive guy in Luke Kennard. You have the defensive guy in Dorian Finney-Smith or Royce O'Neal. And you can start to play with you those can just trust a little bit more. I, the biggest thing that they're looking for is somebody that they can trust on both ends of the floor, period. That's what they're looking for. Someone that's okay with being the fourth guy in a rotation, sometimes the fifth guy in scoring, you know. And that's Royce O'Neal. He's been a terrific role player throughout his career. He's been successful everywhere he goes. Like, like you said, he's been on great the number the one seeds. Great with the Jazz. Not bad in Brooklyn either. So I would I would be very pleased to see him in a Grizzlies uniform. And I think it's considering we're, we're talking about DFS and Royce O'Neal. It's the same guy on the same team. Pretty much. Right? So it's like, offload one of them. It's like, we'll hey, take the one Nets, of them. Just give us yeah. one of them, <laughs> dude. You got them. four. Yeah, there's no need. Let us hold a dollar. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. Let me get a 20. Let me get a 20. <laughs> I'm trying to go to a movie. Um, now, uh, uh, Walker Kessler committed to Team USA FIBA World Cup roster. All I could think when I saw this, Walker Kessler, Jaron Rim protection. Good How God. that? Good and, and they have the rules. They have the rules where you can slap it off the rim if there's no... Defensive or offense, offensive interference yeah. on the rim so, of the FIBA rules. A lot but of, it's this summer in the Philippines, of course. People people know that. Let me ask you. A lot of people have been kind of dogging this team, acting like it's not. It's the a, JV. To, it's, what, it's what FIBA, that's what the FIBA World Cup is. 
That's what happens. I still think it's a very talented basketball yeah, team. But I'm really happy absolutely, with the players. Absolutely, but it's not it's not LeBron and Dame. Sure. And like, but that's not what it is. It's all historically this is the JV team. Go look this at the last the, team USA. It's not as sexy as people remember. But, but also, this is the the feeble World Cup roster in off years is going to be Tryouts. the younger the younger solid players that are trying to make their way onto the team USA for, right. for the Olympics. Right. Like this is people can down it all they want, but this is historically what it has been. Did you see that Cam Johnson committed too? I didn't see that. Was yeah. that today? Cam Johnson and Walker Kessler in the last uh, twenty. Maybe Jaron could be like, hey, hey, some Grizz action. <laughs> yeah, maybe get in their ear. Yeah, you think there's? Some, I mean, it's a little bit of collusion. He's the NBA Players Association vice president. Yeah, because that never happens. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it, but that I mean, I, I don't down that. Don't down that damn roster. No, I'm very. I'm it excited to see is. them play. I think they're a really talented team. I think they're going to be fast too. Yeah, oh, well, they'll be up and down the floor. McCall's on there. Anthony Edwards is Anthony. Edwards Anthony on Edwards there? is yeah. on there. You got Halliburton. You got yeah. Jaron. You got Walker Kessler. You got a lot of talent the, there, man. You Cam the, Johnson. You have the theoretical future of the NBA, and that's For what sure. the FIBA World Absolutely. Cup roster is. Absolutely. Is. Now, Jeff Calkins is scheduled to join the show here in about. T-minus six, seven minutes. We'll go ahead and grab a break, and we'll we'll visit with Jeff when we return right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.